What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Benner and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm. And what's going on, Ronis? It's been far too long since we've gotten to talk to each other. How are you? How you been? Did you miss me? Oh, you were gone? I didn't even recognize that. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was definitely, you were missed for sure. Yeah, it's been busy, man. Ton of drafts and still have a couple more to go. So, like, this is just such a weird week because it's so different from any other week. You know, usually you have your whole routine planned out, but we still have drafts to do. So it's just a weird week. I really feel like once we get to week two, then you start to get in the swing of the routine. Week one is always difficult because uh, especially if you are in a multitude of drafts, you're still doing drafts. Uh, I mean, I remember doing drafts when I was out in Vegas the Saturday before um, the Sunday game. And, uh, you know, they they have those big high stakes events in Vegas and everything. So it's a very odd week because we're not in the routine yet. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not in the routine yet. I've, I still have I have four more drafts to do between now when we're recording and, and kickoff for week one. Um, so yeah, it definitely, it, it gets chaotic. It gets, uh, absolutely nuts. Yeah. So funny, like trying to figure it all out. Uh, You know, I've got like a million things going through my head, but I mean, you know, for, for those people, for, for most people who don't have drafts this week, um, you know, I mean, you've got waivers coming up. Uh, I don't know, man, catch me up here. Like what the hell's going on? I was, uh, I was noodling at some fish shows and uh, and trying to pull myself out of it. Obviously, I've kept up with you know the majority of the news. What are some of the biggest things that you think are uh, are, are issues now for people, especially if they're going to have to deal with waivers on Wednesday night? It depends on when you drafted. Um, I went back and looked at some drafts, like in July, early August. There's definitely some good players on the waiver wire. Uh, I saw a league where Marquez Callaway wasn't drafted. Uh, I think the big news from the last few days, I mean, I was already high on this guy. I, I'm going to not high, but I was drafting him. Uh, Tyson Williams from Baltimore with Justice Hill out for the year with the Achilles injury. I mean, he, Williams was already head of Justice Hill, but I don't think people were drafting him that way. So this is what sucks because you're not going to know, uh, you know, where to take them. You're going to sit in this range like, oh, where do I take them? But I did a draft. Last week, a RT Sports Championship, and I took him at a pretty good price, uh, I thought. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that I got in him on at that time. I'm looking now where I got him because I had the 10 pick. So it was in round 12, round 12, uh, Tyson Williams. I, I think, I don't know, I think maybe you see him move up to the 10th round potentially in some drafts uh, because, again, it's the Ravens' backfield. You got Gus Edwards there. So I, I think that's someone who's, Definitely available on the waiver wire. You know, if you're like me and you drafted Irv Smith and you didn't draft a backup tight end, yeah, you better go to the waiver wire and uh, you might not find a, a good uh, options there. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the key is going, looking at your early drafts. Uh, I think week one waiver wire is really tough to break it down for everyone because people drafted at different times and some players that you're like, oh, well, he's drafted in my league. Well, some of these drafts were done July, early August. So you really need to take the time and go through the waiver wire diligently. There's no stats to sort through. So look, I take the time and I just go kind of through every player, depending on the platform, but like, I'll just sort by running back and just kind of go through it and uh, see who catches my eye. You can also sort by stats from last year. 
and you'll, you'll, the names will pop up, but you might miss some. So I think right. this is an important waiver wire here. Usually we're recording here on Tuesday. I think for most leagues, it's going to run Wednesday. I think you've got to take the time and go through it uh, and make sure you don't miss anyone. But uh, Williams is definitely a guy who's there for sure. I got to think. And yeah, if you did your draft, even in early August, no one was talking about him because you had Dobbins and Gus Edwards. So he's probably the biggest guy, I would think. Yeah, that that was definitely one that uh, that I took a look at. You know, while I was away, you know, and you keep up on the news. Obviously, there are some running backs who kind of moved around. Like obviously, Tyson Williams moves up on the depth chart with the injury, um, but we did see some other things go on. You know, Falcons brought in Wayne Gallman. You know, no nobody really had much. Uh, you know. Nobody really had much going on with Corderell Patterson as the backup. I mean, the Falcons have him listed as number two on their depth chart. But, you know, Wayne Gallman's a guy who, you know, listen, for 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 his role last year and for what he did, I mean, he was actually pretty productive. So now we see him going over to Atlanta. Uh, Peyton Barber transfers over to the to the Raiders. Royce Freeman moves over to the Panthers. Um I mean, any of these guys do anything for you as anything more than just, you know, possible handcuff or what kind of a role? Just Gallman only because uh, I'm not high on Mike Davis at all. Um, so, again, I'm just not banking on a 28, 29 year old running back who's never had a full workload. And everyone's argument for Mike Davis is, well, there's no one else in the backfield. That doesn't work. It's, it's happened. That's not a, a pro argument. It is for early in the year. Right. But that doesn't mean he's going to keep the job the whole year. So. Um, I think Goldman is interested. Uh, he went, this was after the, I think it was the day of or the day after that they made the announcement that Goldman was signing. He went uh, last pick around 16 in an RT Sports Championship draft that they did. So he might bump up a round or two now. You know, people just, especially in those competitive formats, once you get to those double digit rounds, people are just looking for any type of running back. And they might be dropped from your roster, but yeah, I mean, Goldman could be a guy cause I could see him getting a role. So he would be the one, the other guys really don't interest me. I mean, in a 20 round draft, maybe 19th, 20th round, but right. Not really. Okay. So nothing's really upset the apple cart as far as depth charts go in your opinion. From recently. No, just say, so yeah, I think Williams is probably the, definitely the biggest riser. And I'm trying to think if there's anyone else as far as running backs. No, I mean, we've seen, I mean, we obviously have seen ADP movement. I mean, Marquez Callaway has shot up draft boards, man. I, in one league, I heard he went in the fourth round of an NFFC. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, all right. So, so give me your take on it because yeah, I'm looking at, at, at Callaway and you know, again, a couple of drafts coming up here tonight. No, I mean, fourth round's ridiculous. That, that to me is insane. Um, I don't really, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand the love that that's, you know, that you would invest that much unless people are thinking that, well, Mike, you know, while Michael Thomas is out, Callaway is going to be the main guy. And, you know, and, and even when Thomas comes back, he'll have this rapport already with, with Jameis Winston. I don't know, man. It's just, again, I feel like Taysom Hill's going to still play a role in that Saints offense. I don't really understand why there's such crazy love here for uh, for Callaway. I think just the preseason game, people saw the two plays and with Winston as quarterback, maybe they bumped him up. And 
you know, I like him, but I'm not going to reach for him. If someone wants to take him that early, go ahead. So again, another uh, reason why early drafts can pay off. Uh, I think in the Rasbowl, I got Callaway in like round 16 or 17. Uh, right. I know the flex league draft that I did in early August, he was undrafted. That's only 16 rounds and it's a super flex league. So obviously, you know, and, and that was early August. That was but we knew Michael Thomas was out then. Uh, I guess everyone was kind of leaning in Traquan Smith then, and he was banged up. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested, but I'm not going to overpay for him. Someone wants to take him eighth, ninth round, go ahead. There's just there's a lot of good receivers in that range. Yeah, there are there are a lot of great receivers in that range. I yeah, I can't I can't sit there and uh, and say that. All right, so Callaway one. All right, who else who else do you see that's just jumping up on draft boards uh right now over the last couple of days last let's just say the last week i've been gone for over a week last week um i mean judy has gone up for a couple weeks now so i wouldn't say him for the last week trying to think um because you usually don't see too much movement at this time especially with the preseason um winding down um, I can't think of anyone that's seen like when you're talking what two three rounds. Um, I mean, listen, you know what? Anybody who's been like buzzing up draft boards, like you know what, what you know. I'm just saying, if you're taking a look at at what's going on and 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 you know who are the names that are popping up on on radar now that you're like I don't really you know whether you understand it or not. There's just there's there's love going out for a number of players. And the question is, is, you know, it, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? You know, it's like that kind of a, the, of a feel. I mean, LaVisca Chenault's moved up a little bit. Are you into him? I'm not really that into him. Uh, I haven't drafted him, so I'm interested, but I just, he has not found his way onto any of my teams. Um, the Trey Lance, uh, buzz has died down. He started to move down draft boards. I mean, he at one point he was being drafted as a QB one in the NFC, yeah. which was ridiculous. Didn't mind taking him as a backup, but not as a one. I know you can get like the veteran cousins, Ryan, whatever, but it didn't make sense to me. Um, Jamar Chase has dropped a little bit. I think that's a buying opportunity. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, so nothing, nothing crazy, nothing outlandish, nothing that's like you know, move the needle in in any kind of a crazy way. I, I can I can definitely get down with the uh, with that. Listen, I I'm I'm more curious as to, as to the sake of uh, of of if I missed anything, but it doesn't really sound like doesn't really sound like I missed anything over the last week. No, I don't think there's been anything major. Like I haven't done a major shift in the rankings, just move guys a little here and there. Again, Williams is probably the biggest riser for me. Yeah. Um, again, I was interested anyway because um, he was so cheap. But now, again, it's hard It's hard to gauge, though. I think in a real sharp league, he will move up for sure because people still kind of go by ADP. Like I have a, a league with more casual players tomorrow. I think that's a league that I should be able to get him. But again, I don't know. There might be someone who's up to date and uses updated rankings. Um, There might be one or two other people I worry about getting them, but I think the majority of people won't. They'll probably have some like 
older cheat sheet or something. And I guarantee you, we're doing this by a video. Stupid idea. Like, oh, we can't do it in person, so let's do it on video where the commissioner's entering all the picks, which is going to make it <laughs> so stupid and take longer. But I guarantee you, if I take him in a draft, there's going to be at least two or three people in there. Uh, who's that? I don't see him on my sheet. Guarantee. <laughs> well, that's always the best. That's always the best. I call those people in the draft room the owls. But it doesn't happen. See, the thing is, I don't really play. And sometimes I wonder, I'm like, should I play in more leagues like that? So it's easier to win, but it's never easy to win because it's not like I win that league every year. Um, but, you know, most leagues I play in, that's not the case. You know, most of my drafts are 20 rounds. Uh, I play in a lot of deeper formats, but that one's actually 18 rounds for a 12 team league. So they actually do extend it a little bit. But I guarantee when I announce that pick, if I'm fortunate enough to get them, Who's that? What team is he on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun stuff indeed. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let's see. I've got, I guess, well, tonight I've got uh, uh, the the Fish League, which should be interesting because everybody's just come off of, like, tour and stuff. So that should be, uh, you know, a whole bunch of burnt people right there. It should be nice to... To be able to get some uh, some some easy last minute picks, um, th then I've got my FFPC main event tonight. So that one's going to be a, a a lot more interesting to see how uh, how all of that seems to uh, to pan out and uh, and and go from there. So lots to do here, lots of lots of work happening. Um, I'll tell you what, then. So if if not, there hasn't been a whole lot of movement. And big thanks to you for keeping the pod going and stuff. I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll, we'll take a quick commercial. Uh, when we come back, let's uh, let's jump into the uh, into the betting into the DFS world uh, for NFL. Not not specific players here, but maybe uh, what the process should be uh, at this point in time right now. There's a lot going on here. Uh, kickoff is just a couple of days away for the Thursday night game. Obviously, people are going to want to talk some showdown slates and some Thursday to Sunday content. Uh, slates and all sorts of fun stuff. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll dive into the process and then uh, and I'll look at the uh, at the lines as well uh, once we pay some bills. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. All right, Adam, let's uh, let's let's start with the DFS world here right now because obviously, I mean, later on, uh, you know, today we're recording on Tuesday afternoon right now. Uh, later on, obviously, I'll be uh, publishing the DFS watch list, which is a uh, a steadily changing list of players who I have interest in for DFS purposes uh, this year. I know it's it's a, probably a little early for you, although maybe it's not that early for you right now because this is week one work. Um, when it comes down to, uh, to to setting up lineups for uh, for MLB DFS, um, what, what's your what's your early process? Yeah, for week one, it's early just because, again, I have a couple drafts. So, I mean, I've seen, looked at a couple things. I mean, uh, you know, it's, you're looking at some cheap value, obviously, because these prices were set. So I think there's a number of directions to go in. So I'll look at some cheap guys that I feel like I can get in there. And then that allows me to decide what high price guys I'm going to go at. But there's definitely a lot of options to go with here in week one. And again, we don't have, too much data to go on. We're going a right. lot on last year. That's the thing. So 
Um, and week one can be unpredictable. Remember last year, too, it was higher scoring. There was no home field advantage, too. You know, now we have fans in the stands, there's home field advantage. So it's a little bit different this year. It's definitely different. So would you say, though, that your your focus here, I mean, when you start looking at, I mean, listen, you know, obviously the data to to take a look at, you know, softer run defenses, softer pass defenses, uh, you know, obviously it's it's tough to gauge just how much a team improved itself. Like, you know, one of the teams that you and I keep talking about defensively uh, are the Tennessee Titans. Neither one of us like that secondary, do we? Neither one of us. So, you know, the question is, is, you know, we saw how rough it was last year. We see the turnaround this season. Well, you know, with what they've done here. Um, But I mean, do you do you try to focus on on that aspect or are you still more? Is it more still about the value of uh, of some players because the pricing has been done so early? I mean, it's a combination of both. I mean, you brought up Tennessee. I mean, I don't see how you don't like Kyler Murray. Uh, 76. Calmer and D Hop, baby. Come on, yeah, right? They're I mean, right there. That's a good combo. And you know, I, the Panthers, man. Have you seen the Jets secondary, man? It's atrocious. Four rookies in there. They have nothing. So Sam Donald is 5,000 on DK. I know you're going to use the revenge factor there. And um, those how receivers. How do you not, Adam? How do you and those not? Rece- and the receivers are cheap, man, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, McCaffrey, we know is expensive. He's 95 on DK, 10 4 on FanDuel. But DJ Moore is in the sixes on both sides. Robbie Anderson's 5,700 on DK, 6,200 on FanDuel. So you can stack Darnold with a couple of his receivers. Uh, that's a good way to go. Um, you know, even on the other side of Arizona, that, that game is projected for 52. So in Tannehill, 6,500 on DK. We know he doesn't get much respect. And at least right now, Julio Jones, AJ, AJ Brown are healthy as well. So yeah, I mean, this is one of those weeks where I think you're going to have a, a multitude of ways to go. Um, I know Callaway has been talked about. What what was his price? I forgot offhand. Marquez Callaway, probably like thirty five hundred. Yeah, or so he's going like to be that. he's going to be really popular. So you have to understand that. So if you are playing in like a big GPP, you know, yeah, he helps get you in. But I think this is a week where, again, not going too in depth yet. I think this is a week where salary shouldn't be a major issue. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, unless you're planning on using some of the top guys, like, you know, like you said, McCaffrey uh, going up against the Jets. I look at Dalvin Cook going up against the Bengals this week and it's like, ooh, you know, I mean, come on. Right. So, you know, you're going to get those those pricey guys in there. But, yeah, it's uh, I mean, sifting through and trying to to figure it out. Do you. um. Are there are there games that you look at and you're like, I just want no piece of this, whether it's betting or it's DFS, probably? Well, let's see. Um, the lowest total is what? Oh, Denver and the Giants. Yeah, 42. Yeah. Mm, probably no one on the Giants. The, you, you can't use Barkley. I know you don't know what his role is going to be. Could be limited. We still don't know. So nothing on the Giants side because I do like Denver's defense, especially to open the season. I've been drafting them. They have the Giants, Jets, and Jacksonville, I think, are the first three. Then it gets tough. But you know what? If you can get a defense that you know for three weeks you're going to play, that's solid. On the Denver side, um, maybe Judy. Um, Yeah, that might be the game, man. 
Who can you play in this game? That's true. <laughs> Dude, for real, who can you play in this game? Because you don't know how the Javante Williams-Melvin Gordon split is. We've heard nothing but positive things about Javante Williams, but like you can't really play him. Um, Sutton's coming off the injury. Yeah, he looked good in his last game. Yeah. Judy might be the only guy. Jeez, man. Yeah, that that's probably the game where I don't know you can play anyone. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. It really is. And I mean, you know, for those who are listening right now, yeah, we look at we look at the the game totals, the expectations, because that does it does sort of reveal, you know, where where you're going to want to, you know, utilize as far as uh, as far as certain players. Like, you know, you look at like the Colts and the Seahawks. It's an over under of fifty. Right. So all of a sudden now it kind of changes things up. I mean, I love that Colts defense. The fact that it's 50 with the Colts defense the way it is to me that like, I mean, that does, does that tell you that a Russell Wilson's going to have to throw a ton and B like, where do you go with the Colts in this one here? Can you trust a Carson Wentz? I mean, the secondary for the Seahawks is absolutely, it's terrible. It's been, beaten up and abused and and it just doesn't look good. It, you know, I think pro football focus ranked it as like, like a bottom three or a bottom five secondary overall. Um, man, like where do you go in, in that direction there? That to me is another, uh, another bonkers one. I hate the over under on chargers, Washington because of Washington's defense being so good. Like that's what I don't understand. If you've got Washington's defense as good as it is, you think they're going to hold the Chargers so that the game that game total is that low, but yet the Colts defense, which is re- is really strong, like that, you know, it's going to automatically be a shootout with Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think it's just Wilson and his weapons and changing offensive coordinator. Um, it is on the road too for them, where they usually don't play as well. So, um, I mean, you, some of these numbers are kind of high. It's interesting to see if it's uh, going to be. I mean, last week I think week one was a high scoring week, but again, that was no home field advantage, no fans, no preseason. So, um, yeah, you kind of just have to get a feel for the game and decide what you want to do. Uh, so I see Callaway's thirty four on DK and fifty two on Fanduel. Wait, Kyle Pitts is forty four hundred on DraftKings. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Very interesting. I mean, again, we don't really know. I mean, if you look at where he's drafted, he's being drafted early. We have high expectations. So uh, it's kind of interesting at his price there. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is interesting. 6,400 on DK. Yeah. I think it's Atlanta. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those uh, – week one's always wild, man. Week one is always wild. Absolutely. I was actually – I was just looking at uh, at the Jags-Texans game. Right, the over under. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on that game at all. No, I don't think people are going to be on that either. And I look at you know you 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 wonder with a guy like James Robinson, right? I mean, is Urban Meyer going to do like what he did in Ohio State when he had Zeke as his guy, knowing just how you know piss poor Houston's run defense has been, should be at this point right now? Like, does that suddenly become you know a, a surprise mess there? And for the same token. For Houston, I mean, ugh, what are you gonna are you gonna even remotely try and look at Philip Lindsay or Mark Ingram or any of those guys? No Jeez. way, you can't. Not in DFS in Week One because you have no idea how the how the distribution is going to be. You know, I know people put in 150 lineups try to get cute in this. Most people listening aren't. They're doing a couple lineups. Like that's a situation where 
there's there's being contrarian and being stupid. I think that's just being stupid. And look, if Lindsey comes out and has 100 yards and two touchdowns, you want to at me? Go ahead. I mean, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look, it's just no one knows how they're going to handle the situation there. And tech, the Texans are an absolute mess, man. Just a complete mess. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. But yeah, how do you trust Jacksonville on any side of it there? No, you can't. I mean, that's 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 definitely the worst game of the week that no one will be watching. Is that going to be the worst game of the week? You don't think yeah. Denver and the Giants will be a no, worst no, game? No, no. no, I think Texans Jackson will be the worst game. As far as watching, like if you have a choice between watching the two games, which one are you going to watch? Denver Giants for me easily. I want to see Barkley. I want to see Judy and Bridgewater. Uh, Denver's defense is pretty good. To me, that game has way more appeal. There's no, there's nothing interesting about Jacksonville and Texans. No. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. You know, I think so. So we, again, we have, so we have four, four o'clock games on Sunday. Okay. And we got how many at one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 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 four. Uh, okay. Well, damn, this is, this is the Browns Chiefs at four. That's a good one. Dolphins Patriots at four is intriguing. Packers Saint. Damn, there's three good games at four o'clock. So you're right. <laughs> Broncos Giants to the side, man. You got Packers Saints in Jacksonville. Dolphins Patriots. Mac Jones making his debut. And Browns Chiefs. Woo. That's some good four o'clock football right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with myself on Sunday. I really don't. That's going to be. That's going to be insane. I mean, ugh, the best, ugh, one, man, best one o'clock games are Steelers, Bills, and I mean, Seahawks, Colts, close spread, Chargers, Washington, and obviously the Jets, Panthers with Darnold and Zach Wilson. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is actually this is a pretty good slate. I mean, the primetime games, though, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan. They're going to get their asses kicked. I hope I'm dead wrong, but that's not the way you want to start the season in Tampa. Um, you hope for fantasy, you get a lot of points. Bears, Rams on Sunday night. Nah, I mean, we don't even get to see Justin Fields, maybe mixed in. And then Ravens, Raiders on Monday. It's not the best primetime slate. No, definitely not the best primetime slate. I will, I will, I will give you that. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was hoping that Cowboys Bucks was going to be better, but now seeing like all the all the nonsense going on with the Cowboys offensive line, I mean, it's it's a a, a disaster right now. Like all of a sudden, like like COVID and 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 it just turned into just complete ugliness there. That's you know, and Tampa's defense, man, that's uh, that's no slouch of a defense either, especially with a how strong it was last year. B they brought back everybody. Yeah, all 22 stars are back. I mean, they're just ridiculous. So, um, I mean, Lyle Collins might play. He was a full participant in practice on Tuesday. So, but Zach Martin obviously is their best offensive lineman. I know McCarthy was speaking and kind of said that there's still a possibility he plays. I don't even know all the details of this protocol, but more than likely he's not playing. And that's definitely a, a big loss for them. Either way, even if he played, it would have been tough. But yeah, I mean, with that Bucks uh, pass rush, it, they're in a tough spot. You just hope that they can put up some points and so many people are invested in the Cowboys for fantasy. So uh, not the ideal way to start the year for Dallas. No, definitely not.
Definitely not. I heard you and uh, I heard Jim was uh, in rare form on the uh, Fantasy Alarm show uh, preaching Cowboys. Oh, yeah, he was. I'm, I'm a more <laughs> I'm a more realistic uh, Cowboys fan. And uh, it's tough. It's tough to get a feel for this team right now. I mean, we know the division isn't very good. I think Washington is excellent. Love their defense. Uh, was having an argument with another Cowboys fan. He's like, come on, man, you're buying this Washington shit. Ryan Fitzpatrick's the quarterback. They ain't winning shit. I was like, it's better than what they had last year with Alex Smith throwing two yard passes. Like we all know Fitzpatrick's going to have a game with three, four picks. It's going to happen. It always does, but he gives them at least a threat downfield and their defense is so good. So uh, I think they're going to be a problem. It's always tough to tell with Dallas, man, because on paper, they always look good and then some shit always happens. So I just don't raise the expectations too high anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I can't wait to do the show with him today and find out what his thought process is. Um, But yeah, definitely. uh, So so how do you look at this slate now is from from a betting standpoint? Obviously, I mean, we're looking at. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of under seven points. I mean, what eight points here for for the Bucks over Dallas? That's the biggest point. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah, point spread. Very low. Yeah, we don't have any double digit spreads this week. No, not not that I was really expecting any. Although San Francisco Detroit probably could have been a, a double digit point spread. I think it could have been. I think because they're on the road and it's week one. Right. And remember last year, who was it? It was Jacksonville. They beat the Colts, right? Didn't that eliminate like half the suicide pools, which is why I never do them, bro. Cause I, 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 I can't get past like, the first couple weeks. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try this year and be better and don't go with the obvious chalk. But yeah, I mean, that, that's week one, man. That was the only win Jacksonville had week one against the Colts. Like who would have saw that coming? Everyone was like, Oh, the Colts are going to be good. Jacksonville's terrible. And look what happened. So that's why I think you don't see those huge spreads. It's just week one, you know, and especially so so many times this year, um, we didn't see a lot of players even participate in the preseason at all. No, I didn't see him in the preseason one bit. Uh, so are you, uh, I mean, listen, obviously, I mean, I, I do stuff for wager alarm and make picks. I haven't, you know, jumped in head first yet. Uh, into any of these, any of these games uh, stand out to you more than the others do. I mean, obviously, I mean, we're not looking for picks here at all. This is, you know, strictly like, ooh, I, I kind of find that this is uh, a little interesting. Um, nothing really stands out yet. I kind of lean towards Denver. I know they're on the road, though. Uh, right. Just the Giants have just been so brutal in the uh, preseason. Um Kind of like Philly and the Rams. I know it's a high number. I like the Ravens, man. Like, I know it's only four and a half. It's Vegas, bro. But the Ravens just, they're, they're just so much better than the Raiders, man. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I guess just all Vegas, first game there with fans. Baltimore, what is their winning streak now in the preseason? It's like 20. Like, I didn't even realize that till this year. They just destroying the preseason. So, Keep that in mind for betting next year. Just bet the Ravens in the preseason. I don't <laughs> I don't condone preseason betting, but this trend with the Ravens is just ridiculous. Which means it'll end first game. Like, yeah, Ravens minus four and a half. I mean, I guess it could be a field goal game and the Raiders surprise us, but 
Man, and if I'm and Lamar Jackson, I think the last two years, week one, has had huge games. So I know they're banked up. I guess at wide receiver, that's why. I'm I'm assuming Hollywood Brown's playing. I know Bateman's on IR, Boykin's on IR, maybe the running back situation, but still, I just maybe I need to rethink that. But my initial lead is four and a half Ravens. <laughs> Come on, dude. You know, you don't even have to because, I mean, let's face facts. How many times has Sammy Watkins been on the Millie Maker winning lineup in week oh, one? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it, was it last year or two years ago he had the big week one? I think it was two years ago. Two yeah, years, he had a, two yeah, years two ago. Years ago he, he had did. the big week one, and I drafted him in a double-digit rounds in my home league. I It was one of those where no one wanted him. I said, all right, I'll take him here. He's like my seventh wide receiver. I did not play him week one. Then I put him in for like the next three weeks and he did shit. <laughs> well, that's Sammy Watkins MO. And I thought I, I was for the like, first yeah, week. maybe foul money. I think Tyreek Hill wasn't Tyreek Hill banged up then, right? He sat yep. that week. Yeah, yeah. he was having was like, a hamstring yeah, thing. Yeah, I got Sammy Watkins. Yeah, um, it did not work out. <laughs> uh and Sammy always kills me because he does that. Right? He, he does, he he shows up for week one. I guess it's been like the last couple of seasons. You just go look at his game log. It's like week one, brilliant. Every game after that, it's like, I think there was one week, one season where he had like the first two weeks were good for him. Uh, and then beyond that, it turned into absolute shit. Good old Sammy Watkins, baby. Do you have a strong lean anywhere yet? I kind of like the Browns getting six. Um, I do like the Browns getting six. That could just be my, well, I got six and a half here on, uh, on DK, okay. uh, which is nice. Um, I mean, Minnesota only three and a half over the Bengals. I mean, I don't love their secondary. It's definitely been uh, a bit of an issue, but I think if they can get their pass rush going, I think they can shake uh, Cincinnati. I think they could shake Burrow a little bit. Yeah. On the road, that's probably why it's like that. But yeah, I mean, these are um, tough lines here this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen. I don't mind the I, you know the 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 Bills passing attack against the uh, against the Steelers. Six and a half might be a little high for me, but man, I just don't see the, like, you know. I, there, there's, there's, you know, limited ground game for Buffalo Steelers, you know, is there, you know, the, the defensive line is their strong suit right now. Um, like I, you know, I have no problem seeing Buffalo winning this game. I just don't know if they're going to do it, if they're going to clear a six and a half point spread. Yeah. That's, that's the key there. Yeah. And, uh, and you know what, I'll, I'll happily take the Panthers minus five and a half over the jets. Really? I just, I, you know, I mean, you know, Jets on the road and, you know, I mean, I know Carol, like, that's the thing, like Carolina, I, I think the, the spread is where it is because Carolina struggled in the preseason. I don't necessarily know if they're going to struggle in the regular season. Like you said, the Jets secondary is crap. And with the way that Joe Brady loves to, uh, to run all those underneath slants, I mean, and, and, and release McCaffrey into the pass catching. I just don't know if the Jets have the horses to keep up with that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, Jets are one of those teams that we're, we're kind of watching to see how Wilson performs in his first game. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, 
Um, see what they do in the backfield too. I know they have Tevin Coleman listed atop the depth chart right now. So that's the thing, you know, uh, you know, week one is going to reveal some things for a lot of teams that we're just unsure of, and it might not even be reflective of what's going to happen the whole year. We no, don't definitely... think it's going to be like, that's the thing is like, you know, yeah. You know, you, you look at what like Detroit does, you look at what Houston does, um, you know, this week you look at it like, um, who is the, uh, you know, even the giants to a certain extent, you know, you just, you look at what they what happens this week. I think this week is a little bit more indicative of what you can expect from, from those teams, just in the, in the sense of being bottom feeders, but you know, everything else. I mean, no, I don't want to, it's uh, yeah. Week one is always the toughest. It's always the toughest. Yeah, no, it's it's always a tough week. I kind of go light in week one. Yeah, I do. I go very light in week one as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, all right. Well, listen, this is just this is just gonna get us started for this coming week. It's just getting going here. We got a lot of ground to cover between now and Thursday night kickoff, and then after Thursday night kickoff, Adam and I'll be here. Uh, you guys will get a show on uh, on Friday as well, kind of diving in a little bit more, uh, a little deeper in there. But you know, for right now, I think there's a good base coat, and now we can uh, we can jump in and uh, tap into the rest of our research for the rest of the week. So, any final thoughts, Adam? No, again, just make sure you work that first waiver wire. And again, most of them are going to be Wednesday night, but just check your league. I think sometimes people forget. And this is one you don't want to miss because especially if you did your draft, even if you did your draft a week, two weeks ago, again, I think Tyson Williams could be there um, for sure. I, if you did an early draft, Sony Michelle probably wasn't drafted. I checked in our GST league. He was taken in the 20th round in both leagues, man. Wow, I don't think I took him. No, it wasn't you. It was Jen Piacente in your league. Ah, there you go. Best of luck to her with Tyson Williams. I hope he oh, loses. No, Sony, Sony Michelle. Oh, Sony Michelle. Sorry. Yeah, either way. Just remember, oh, that draft was done before the Sony Michelle trade. So, uh, but I did, uh, you know what? I didn't even check the fishball. That's another league I have to check. He was probably, that league is so deep. He must have been drafted. Sony Michelle, yeah, I think he was drafted in. in I'm pretty sure he was drafted in mine. But. Oh wait, it's you know it's always tricky because you go and then it's like there's like six conferences. Actually, he's available in mine. Oh Ooh. yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I drafted well, so long ago. It's like who's on my team again? <laughs> I know, right? You know, and, and the people who are like complaining about how slow the draft was, and then it was over, and then they were like just sitting there. Like, I mean, how old is this team? Jesus, I don't even know. I all I remember is from Scott Fishbowl was uh was Cam Akers was uh, you know my third the the big third round reversal pick, right? It was like, yes, third round reversal. Get me some Cam Akers. Wah, wah. I got Javante Williams in that league. So that's good. I I, I only I get him in my early drafts. I haven't gotten him since with that high price. So we'll see. I have two drafts left. Maybe I can get him again. Where is my Scott Fishbowl team? I don't even see it here. There it is. This 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 could be ugly. Let's see. Where's the roster? 
Ooh, I like that ow. team. That team's pretty Oof. good. Ugh. Ugh. Eek. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much says it all right there. Gonna have to see who's uh, who's available. What running backs are available here? Let's take a look. There's no doubt Tyson Williams has to be available. Is it Tyson? Tyson? I don't even know. Oh, he's available. All right, put another bid there. I'm getting some fab done real quick. Ooh, yeah, right. I'm looking at mine right now. Uh, Ingram, Sony, Michelle, Tyson Williams, all available. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, oh, you said you have acres. Yeah, you're going to have to empty the budget, bro. There's good. I guarantee you there's some team that's decimated that's going to spend like 100 bucks or 90 bucks. Usually it's on a quarterback, but they do it all the time. Didn't I draft? Oh, no, this wasn't this one. Damn it. Oh, it was, I thought I drafted Winston. I think it was the Raswell. I got Andy Dalton on this team really late. <laughs> he's, he's caught up old though, man. But yeah. Jesus, I don't even know. Oh my God, to think There's that no I have to like go through all of this shit now. Yeah. Hey. 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 Too funny. Some Too... people might forget. So, reminder to everyone out there: uh, make sure you do that first fab run this week, because uh, there's going to be some good players out there that can help you the entire year. That is the truth right there. Oh, look at Irv Smith just tucked in under there. I guess I'll drop him. <laughs> yeah, he's, right. he's cuttable. He's cuttable. He's done. All right, that's going to do it for us here today on Addy Up. We'll be back tomorrow with more exciting stuff here for week one of the NFL season. Oh, baby. Get ready, people. Get ready. There's lots to happen here. Adam Ronis, Howard Bender. We'll keep you covered. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time.